3: The good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Here's the good oil. It is, of course, thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And this morning, Bryce, I wanted to chat to you about the discussion that's taken place from a women's cricket perspective of their desire to play more tests and to have more exposure to what many consider to be the pinnacle of cricket, but then also trying to get an understanding of how that desire matches with the pressure that seems to be on the format. For a large portion of 2023, the narrative around test cricket from a men's perspective has been that the format is under pressure from franchise cricket and the money that's being offered, particularly for T20 tournaments. More recently, we've heard about the IPL's desire to have a second tournament in the back half of the year that will only be 10 overs aside or somewhere in that vicinity, which will have major ramifications to the international calendar. To start, though, with women's test matches, following... What's unfolded against India with the Australian women's side as part of that tour at the end of last week. They played their only match as part of this multi-format tournament. They went down and they got beaten quite convincingly, which was disappointing, but it did raise questions about whether or not there is enough of this format being played, even considering Australia's success in all formats, really, of
4: cricket. Yeah, exactly. Look, it's uh, it, it was it was really encouraging to hear. We spoke to Lynn Larson yesterday, and uh, you know she was just saying that you know this is where the women's game has gone. That originally they played a lot of tests in her time in the '80s and and the '90s they played a lot of test matches, and then uh, then it's then it's grown more into a, a white ball game for the women. But uh, this, this test match in India was just for for me and and for many cricket lovers was riveting watching it. It, it. And it put the girls in an uncomfortable position that they haven't been, they haven't played red ball cricket over a long period of time in those types of conditions. And it, um, and Lynn was saying that, you know, it's, it, it's their evolution as players, and players really enjoy uh, evolving in that respect as well.
3: Let's hear what Lynn had to say when she joined us yesterday, the new inductee into the Australian Cricket Hall of Fame, as she reflected on her career with us yesterday. We also asked her about the appetite for more tests in women's cricket.
0: I think you know, if you talk to all of the, or hear the current players talk, they, that's the one thing that they have this thirst for. The girls today have fantastic opportunities with the, with the white ball cricket, but you can understand in their armory, they'd feel there was something missing, not having uh, the opportunity to test these girls at, at, at Test cricket. And I think from what we've seen in both the Ashes and in that game in India recently, it is a real test and our girls certainly were challenged. Uh, I'm really pleased to see that and, and if the, the fact that it was, you know, Australia, it was just Australia-England at one point and now there are tests against other countries and it just shows that that's, that's where the appetite is for the players and hopefully it continues to be supported by the administrators around the, around the world.
3: So that was the first test that Australia had played in India since 1984, which yeah. coincidentally, Lynn was a part of that tour back then and was able to to explain her pathway. You can go back and listen to that on the podcast, by the way, sen.com.au or the SEN app, our full chat with Lynn Larson from yesterday morning. So there's a there's a desire to see it more as part of the landscape. And as Nick Hockley said on SEN Cricket's coverage yesterday, there's also the appetite to include more multi-format a series if you like as part of the calendar for women's cricket here's the cricket australia ceo yesterday well
2: i've been a strong advocate for multi-format series i'm delighted now that we've got three in quick succession uh, with south africa later in the season so uh, we'll be playing a test match at the wacker ground and then obviously the return ashes next australian summer um so uh, Absolutely an advocate for playing more test cricket. I feel that as part of a multi-format series, it gives great context to to that. Um, I, um, it was great watching the test match in India. Uh, real contest. Uh, you could see how it tested um, both sides. Uh, compelling, compelling viewing. Um, and, you know, I think probably some of Alyssa's comments is that they... You know as they got into the match they got more into every session and there was probably thinking there was a bit of unfinished business so um we'll keep advocating for more test cricket as part of multi-format and then um you know maybe that's something in the future that we can think about a key marquee series going to going to three tests
3: that was nick hockley speaking on essien crickets coverage yesterday for the boxing day test the ceo of Cricket Australia. And this all emerged following the test in India and Alyssa Healy making some comments of a desire to play more Red ball cricket. There's no dedicated competition from a state-based perspective in Australia for female cricketers to be able to play the longer format. It's restricted to the WNCL, which is the 50-over competition domestically and obviously the WBBL, which has been a raging success. So white ball cricket in this country is covered, but there there is the absence of red ball cricket, which does make you ponder whether teams are prepared enough to play red ball cricket. So when the opportunity does exist, like we've had against India, England recently, and South Africa to come, are we that prepared to play in that format? And are we giving women's cricketers, the best opportunity to be able to play the longest format?
4: Yeah, well, it certainly raises those questions. The only time they play it is at the very top level. They don't actually do any preparations. There's no... Uh, in the men's game, there's no Sheffield Shield competition uh, in the in the women's side, uh, the like of that. Um, even if it was two day cricket or three day cricket, giving them more expansive uh, and expanding their game in into that uh, red ball sphere, so they're better prepared for the test matches would uh, would certainly be beneficial. But it's not in the schedule at the moment, so it's great that Nick Hockley, as the CEO, said, oh, "I'm I'm a big supporter of it." But it, it does seem odd that the only place they play it is actually in the test arena. They don't get to bring a red ball out at any other time uh, at at any other level. So it it just does seem, in Australia that is, Um, so it it does seem a, a little bit odd in that respect. So maybe there's some change afoot there. Nick really didn't indicate that in what he was saying. He's just an advocate at the top level to play test cricket. Um, we'll have to see because uh, they they deserve to have the preparation time.
3: They do, and again, it, if we're going to be wanting yeah. to play more red ball cricket, then there needs to be the pathway to enable players to be ready to play at the elite level. If you want this to be your and give showcase, opportunity as
4: well, correct. because there might be players better suited. We know that with uh, in the Sheffield Shield, there's players better suited along that line than there are with the white ball game. So. Um, it, it opens up more opportunity for more cricketers to, to succeed at the highest level.
3: So a bit of a rundown about the nations that have competed in women's test matches over the journey. England have played 100 tests between 90, 1934 up until now. Australia, 78 for the same period. New Zealand, between 1935 and 2004, played 45 tests. India, 40 between 1976 And now South Africa between 1960 and 2022-13. Of course, they missed many years as part of apartheid. And we will have a test match between Australia and South Africa early in the new year. And the West Indies played 12 between 1976 and 2004. So there's discrepancies between those sides that have competed regularly over a consistent period and others that have kind of bobbed in and out of The format, the multi-format concept, which is now being utilised to foster red ball cricket in the women's game. And the context, as Nick Hockley alluded to there, I thought that was a very interesting word to use for a context of a series to play tests, one-day internationals and T20 internationals, and for that to accumulate at the end of it, to to reinforce... I suppose that it is an entire series and an entire squad that is competing and it's all meaningful. Every match has something on the line for it. Is that something that can translate into the men's format? Because at the moment, and we've had discussions previously about the fact that there is just so much content now and a lot of it just seems to being played for the sake of being played this T20 series, the one following the World Cup, the most recent example where the attention on it was hardly there. Half of the Australian side went home. It was giving an opportunity to some of the youngsters coming up, but it really, in the scheme of things, didn't have a great deal of context associated with it. If it was part of a multi-format series... Is that something that could reignite the passion that we demonstrated as fans towards the old triangular series when that used to be hosted here as part of our home summers?
4: Well, context is where cricket lost its way. Just putting on games uh, for the sake of putting on games and meaningless series uh, don't make a lot of sense. One day cricket has suffered because of that, but... There's nothing better than what we've experienced this year. One-day cricket in a tournament format is unbelievable. That's where it's at; it's absolute best in the men's game. So, um, having them in the in the what you're saying is the multi-series where you get points for playing. I think it's four points for winning a Test match, or it might be five points, um, and then you know two points maybe for a one-day game, and T20 maybe one one point, and then you have the series set up like that. I think still that. The overall, they've tried to address it with the men's competition, with the test championship. I think that works. Um, The test matches, even if they are a two or three test series, it it does play into an overall uh, category where it has the test championship.
3: But how many people would realise that even the test series against Pakistan that Australia is currently playing has relevance for that concept to play in, what is it, a year and a half's time? Well, I think that's the
4: communication. I, I think it's communicating that, the the, the points that are won, there are points that an away team gets for, which are um, weighted differently, uh, if you win an away series, it's weighted differently to a home series. So things like that, understanding the point system and, and highlighting that more rather than just, oh, we get to the end. Of it, oh, there's a couple of teams playing in a championship and that's in about three months' time. So we'll have a look at that. You know, communicating the the, the path along the way, I think, is going to help that. Um, and I think Cricket at times yeah, isn't great at their communication about the, the importance of those types of things.
3: Is, is it time as well that we look at divisions and relegation systems to be – implemented so that to ensure the longevity of test cricket and for that matter one day international cricket to be able to foster you do have the top teams playing each other more regularly the mid-tiers playing each other more regularly those teams that are trying to break into cricket on a more regular basis that they play each other more regularly to ensure that you get the best cricket and that but then also giving the opportunity if they do get on a roll to be able to move up and down the order depending on the levels of success.
4: Yeah. I I think those things are really important. Um, critically important, um, uh, in in doing that. And that's where the context comes in. So we're addressing it, uh, and the ICC are addressing it in some manner, but then as you said, right at the very top, um, competing with that is the, the franchise based cricket. And, uh, so, um, that has a big impact on the calendar and what you can fit in. Um, It's a challenge.
3: We're speaking at the moment about the women's cricket landscape, their desire to play more test cricket, and the impact of multi-format series and whether that is something worth investigating more from a men's perspective to try and provide more context and relevance to series across the board. Merv's on the line on the Gold Coast. Morning to you, Merv.
1: Uh, Morning, boys. Uh, Happy New Year to you both. Um, Interesting conversation while I'm driving the golf this morning. And I just thought the one thing that struck me about the test match from India just played, I watched a bit of it uh, through KO and was in a country of how many billion people? There seemed to be no one in the stands. So that would be the main concern about... women's cricket at that level, uh, is it can, can it pay for itself or is it a huge drain on the financial resources of Cricket Australia, which isn't flush with funds, as we know. So that's the one interesting thing. Um, not saying it's not attractive to watch. I watched a fair bit of it. I love yep. women's golf and I love a lot of women's sport, but I think the AFLW also is suffering from it. They just can't seem to draw a big enough crowd to, to justify more investment, perhaps. But that's just my call. And
3: th- this is where the old debate move. Appreciate the call, and actually, while we've got you on the line, the the update on the weather, because I know there's been some big storms up in southeast Queensland. You're heading to the golf course, so it must be a little better this morning.
1: Well, well, I, I well, my, I've now had. I haven't had, at home. I live in Carrara. It's a central golf course. I haven't had power since Christmas night, uh, and there's no indication as, as to when it's going to be back on. Could be as late as New Year's Eve. I think at this rate. There's a the golf course that I play at Burley is. Is it's got lots of fallen trees and stuff on it. So it's it, it's we've had a better couple of days. We haven't had a didn't have a storm last night. There was a bit of a bit of thunder and lightning, but not nothing like that we had. So no, it's not great. Uh, plenty of people without roofs and plenty of people without power, including myself. Oh,
3: our thoughts are with everyone in that neck of the woods that would be suffering the same thing. But. Uh... Yeah, it's, it hasn't been great right up and down the eastern seaboard. But to get a, a picture of no power since well, it was a Christmas day, Christmas That's, Eve, yeah. Yeah, extraordinary move. Appreciate you joining us this morning and and raising the the issues that you have, because for me and particularly following AFLW closely, part of the broadcast team here at SEN on that front. This is the debate about how, how much you're prepared to invest in the product to make it into the spectacle that will attract more investment into it. That, that's, the, that's the balance and, and the risk that has to be navigated in this. If you're looking at it from a pure financial perspective, creating more opportunities to play Red Bull cricket will improve the product and get more eyeballs onto it, but it does require an upfront cost that's not necessarily there.
4: Yeah. Uh, is there a more contemporary way that they're looking at it? So, for instance, the test match in India, lots of people watching it. Move watched it. I watched it. I watched a- it. A- and the, the viewing audience through broadcast was really strong. It was really strong right around the world. People had a great interest in Australia v. Uh, V India, in India, uh, in the women's game. So maybe the metrics aren't necessarily measured exactly what we're used to seeing as as people in the crowd. Um, We're used to that because that's how it's been since day dot in the men's game. But maybe the metrics are a little bit different in engagement um, and then also broadcast rights, which then funds its way. So I think it's been measured in a more contemporary way than maybe what we're used to.
3: And we had a text saying the public has zero appetite for women's test cricket. It already battles for eyeballs in the short game. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it, it continues to build, particularly women's cricket for a long time has been able to get eyeballs on their product. Not that long ago, the World Cup final at the MCG, 80,000. Biggest crowd still for a women's uh, sporting event in Australia, I believe. I think Probably it still the world. holds that mantle. Um so that you, so I don't necessarily agree. But in terms of the Red Bull, it's because that's the only time they get to play it. If they played it more often, maybe there'd be more eyeballs on it. It's the old chicken and the egg debate that really comes into this equation as well. The 40 Winks temper text, 16 If you want to share with us a thought on that front this morning, Brian in Dramana. Wants to have the tri series back, but it, I think it's it's gone. We're not going to go back to that format, but just because the interest wasn't there towards the end of it in the late two thousands, I suppose it kind it of did wrapped die up. off.
4: In a day, it was it was much watch, and that was uh, my childhood as well. So Brian, I I do appreciate it.
3: Um, maybe we just need to reflect
4: back with great memories,
3: yes, or find another way of trying to get that passion and maybe. Multi-format might be a possibility. Who knows? Why would we be playing the West Indies again after two tests last summer? That's from uh, Whale off the Forty temper text, And that's part of the problem that there were a couple of tests last year, a couple of tests this year, and we don't really know the significance of them. Well, we're into a new test
4: cycle. Um, Yeah, I, I don't think cricket communicate that that well. And that's why we've got all these
3: questions. And another one saying, I'd love to bring back the Tri-Nation series for ODIs, even if we bring back the Australia A team to give some non-New South Wales players a go. <laughs> that's the first one of the morning.
4: Well, we love the Aussie A. It'll never, ever come back. But we loved it at the time. because, and But the Australian players hated it because Australia A got all the support yeah. and they wanted them to beat <laughs> Australia. So that's uh, the love of the underdog. In, um, so it'll never, ever come back. Again, let's put it to a great memory. Oh, four double three ninety eight
3: eleven sixteen four double three ninety eight, eleven sixteen on the 40 Wings Tempertex, the all new Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper, a mattress like no other. Billy's on the line. Morning to you, Billy. Yeah,
0: morning, Jets. Yeah, just uh, Bryce, uh, thank you. You just uh, put that uh, previous message back in the box. I just had to look at the crowd at the World Cup Women's Cricket, so that really uh, shut him up. But just quickly, uh, I look, I'd prefer to see uh, more tests. Uh, cricket, you know, women's, but the thing is, are the other countries ready? I know your big countries, as you said, England, South Africa, India, but uh, to get it more involved and all the other, Pakistan, sort of Bangladesh, you know, to get the series more, uh, few more more, games in more countries is the interest there from the other countries, that's what I'm concerned about, and with the um, crowd, is it more for the viewing or is it, do they prefer more bums on seats in cricket?
4: Well, good questions, Billy. I, I think uh, if I start with your second question, um, I, I think it's it, it's more of a contemporary way that we look at it now, and uh, the the way that the 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 hosts, I suppose, are, are looking at it. If they can get great broadcast rights, which they will, and they got it, they got it. So they're going to put it on. Whether people go to it, the the more that they see it and they see it on TV, the more likely they're then going to be inspired to go and do it. We're just not used to that in the women's game. Test match cricket is, is, is being pushed to the wayside. Um, it was it was the format back in the 80s and uh, even before that, right back to the 30s, all the way through, it was the format, clearly. But uh, now that's shifting a bit. Um, what was the first question again, Billy? Uh, just uh,
0: the other countries. Uh, are they, are they like, ready? Like, I know. Yeah, good yeah, question. Like I mean, it's it's always your your usual suspect, as you just said, England, South Africa, India and Australia. But, I mean, if they can get West Indies, Bangladesh, Pakistan, and a few more other countries more involved with
4: uh, test cricket, I think it'll be better for the game. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. And I think the leaders, even in the men's game, I think the leaders have a, have a responsibility to lift the, the the lesser nations and you know we call them associate nations I suppose, to give them the opportunity playing test matches, I think, even in, in the men's game, but even the women's game in winter up north at, at Mackay. They played an A-series against New Zealand this year, which is unreal um, in Mackay. Darwin's available. Townsville. These facilities are, are world-class. They are unbelievable we just need to use them more and and keep promoting that opportunity even if we've got people off playing franchise cricket so what the best go away we are continuing to grow that that the, the the sport um i think we have a major responsibility to do that in australian cricket
3: and that's part of the pathway the more that they're exposed to cricket in general the better, the, better the product is going to be from a consuming perspective